When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis and quoting the high priest of Bitcoin, Max Kaiser, if Michael Saylor moved MicroStrategy to El Salvador, the tax break would allow him to buy more, much, much more. Preach. Also in today's show, FTX files a billion dollar lawsuit against Bybit over asset withdrawals. I'll be breaking this down for you. As well as former Goldman Sachs executive Raul Powell says Ethereum is about to outperform Bitcoin as crypto enters late spring. We're also going to be discussing crypto analysts says Bitcoin is flashing a signal that previously sent Bitcoin on a rally over 400%. Send it. Let's freaking go. We'll also be sharing the big question. Will the Bitcoin price action hit a hundred thousand dollars by 2024 i'll be sharing with you the potential drivers to turn this to a reality we're also going to be discussing why blackrock the world's largest asset manager is betting so big on bitcoin also michael saylor was just recently asked during his november 10th speech at the 2023 australia crypto convention to provide his prediction for bitcoin regarding the price trajectory over the next coming years i'll be breaking this down for you we'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market all this plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Welcome, everybody, to today's show. Today is pod episode number 1400 and... I believe it is 59. That's right. Of the Crypto News Alerts pod. Today is November 12, 2023. And welcome everyone just joining us. Without further ado, let's kick it off with our market watch as we do each and every day. Shall we? You should be able to see on your screen right now. We got Bitcoin currently correcting, but a good omen is Bitcoin is maintaining that 37,000 support. I think we're likely to march on up and retest 38,000 as the last time we broke you know what I mean? And 38 we didn't capture was only because BlackRock announced news of launching an ETF on Ethereum. And it took all of the hype away out of Bitcoin and it took some of the market share. Hence, uh, Bitcoin started correcting and you saw Ethereum surge. We still have Ethereum holding and maintaining above 2000. Solana has been on a rip lately. It's currently trading at $56, down 6% correcting on the day. And they say when in doubt, zoom out. So let's look at the one month uh, price action. You can see Bitcoin now up almost 40% since Jim Cramer said, Mr. Bitcoin's going down. Y'all remember that? Yeah, you can't make this ish up. So Bitcoin's been on a tear and we're only halfway through November. We have Ethereum up 33% on the month. We got BNB up 21%, XRP up 37%, Solana, one of the top gainers, up 163% in the past 30 days. And with Cardano up over 54%. Which altcoins are you currently bullish on? Do let me know. And checking out coin market cap, we can see the current crypto market cap sent above $1.41 trillion with about 48 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. We got the Bitcoin dominance on the 
climb again at 51.3%, with the Ether dominance also in the climb at 17.4%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers of the past 24 hours, we have Celestia up 16%, trading at $4.59, followed by Thorchain up 13%, trading at $5.25, followed by Avalanche up 10% trading at $18.33. And as we scroll up, you can see what cryptos are currently trending. We got Solana, we got Cedify, uh, which I've never even heard of, as well as Terra Classic. And shout out to CoinMarketCap. They recently reached out to me over on X and wanted me to JV on their community. And they're going to st uh, start featuring crypto news alerts right here on the homepage, which I'm pretty excited about. So let's get this baby rolling. And checking out uh, crypto bubbles, we can see CRO obviously one of the biggest losers on the day, uh, including along with FTT, the native token of the FTX exchange, uh, down 25%. Some of the top gainers include Matic, Clayton, Rune, and TIA, as well as Helium. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're currently rated a 73 in greed, yesterday a 70, last week a 70, and last month a 44 in fear. So there you have it, fam. Do you guys think once we retest 38, we're likely to break above it, hitting a new annual high? Do let me know your thoughts as we now enter our Bitcoin technical analysis on the day. We'll check out the charts where the Bitcoin price action is likely to go next. Now, we all know this mofo by the name of Peter Schiff. So I'm going to be sharing with you, could Bitcoin crash as Peter Schiff is predicting? Or are we going to soar to $150,000? You guys let me know in that chat. So here we go. Schiff bets on a Bitcoin price crash before the ETF launches. Bitcoin is a favorite topic of criticism for the troll. Peter Schiff, the chief economist and global strategist at asset management firm Europoc. Now, throughout the years, he has repeatedly insulted or insisted that unlike gold, Bitcoin's value is destined to return to zero and that no one in fact wishes to hold it except in order to sell later on. That's not true. I hold for the lifetime ahead. <laughs> I'm not looking to sell at any price. Even if you threw a billion dollars at me, I'm still holding on to my Bitcoin. So this is false. Now with Bitcoin circling 18 month highs, he has turned his attention to what others say will be a watershed moment for the King Crypto, the launch of the US is first spot Bitcoin ETF. Let's go. And in today's show, we're going to be dissecting everything related to the BlackRock ETF and everything you need to know regarding the latest news. Now, an approval is thought to be due in early 2024, they say on January 10th. Now, while the rumors that a green light can come in November are thought to have fueled the last week's ascent, past 37,000. Now, while some believe that the announcement will be the sell the news event where investors reduce exposure once certainty over the ETF hits for shift, a Bitcoin price come down may not even wait for that. In a new survey, he offered two scenarios for a Bitcoin crash before and after the ETF launch. Now, alternatively, respondents could choose buy and hodl to the moon, which ultimately became the most popular choice with 68% of the nearly 25,000 votes. That would definitely have been my uh, guess on the poll. But then again, I didn't participate in it, just FYI. But here's what he had to share. Based on the results, my guess is that Bitcoin crashes before the ETF launch, ultimately saying you guys don't know anything. <laughs> That's why people who bought the rumor won't actually profit if they wait for the fact to sell. Now, here are the official poll results 
that he shared here. When will Bitcoin crash? 68.1% said buy and hodl till the moon, and that's almost with 25,000 votes. 23% of you said after the ETF launch, and only less than 9% said before the launch. Now, as reported, the moon amongst the institutional sphere is lightning as the ETF debate looks increasingly set to end in Bitcoin's favor. And amongst the latest optimistic price forecast is that from Alliance Bernstein, which last week predicted a peak of 150,000 per Bitcoin this bull cycle. Quoting them here, we believe early flows could be slower and buildup could be more gradual. And post having is when ETF flow momentum could build, leading to a cycle peak in 2025 and not 2024. Let me know if you agree or disagree with these analysts. The current Bitcoin breakout is just simply ETF approval news getting slowly priced in, and then the market monitors the initial outflows and likely gets disappointed in the short run. Now, this chart that they shared, which you can see on your screen, it shows you the price past the future behavior uh, delineated by the halving cycles. Now, we all know a Bitcoin halving is scheduled to take place in April of 2024, roughly only five months out. So, this is the most bullish time of the season, if you can imagine. Now, Black, not BlackRock, but Max Geyser, shout out to uh, the high priest. He tagged Michael Saylor and said, yo, Michael Saylor, if you moved MicroStrategy to El Salvador, the tax breaks would allow you to buy more Bitcoin, much, much more. Do you think this is a move that uh, the Giga Chad would consider. Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. We know many companies have relocated to El Salvador, including uh, Bitfinex, including Jack Mahler's uh, Strike, and many other companies opening up shop, as it is the Bitcoin Citadel, right? Also, all the advantages, uh, no, I mean, zero capital gains tax, don't really get any better than that. Let's now break into our next story of the day and discuss the latest lawsuit FTX just launched against fellow exchange. Bybit. And by a show of hands, I'm curious how many of you have used the Bybit exchange before? Uh, do let me know. I know they allow trading with leverage. So a lot of investors tend to get wrecked, especially trading like 100x leverage. I think that's pure insanity. But anyways, here's the latest coming in. Uh, the FTX bankruptcy estate headed by CEO John Ray has filed a lawsuit against Bybit and investment arm Marana and various execs. The aim is to recover funds and digital assets that Bybit withdrew from FTX just before the collapse with the current value close to a billion dollars. Now, the suit claims Bybit used its VIP access and ties with the FTX staff to withdraw significant cash and digital assets from Marana. Now, time research and executives just before the FTX collapse. During the FTX November 2022 withdrawal difficulties, FTX employees tracked VIP customer withdrawal requests in a spreadsheet labeled VIP requests, prioritize settlement. The lawsuit alleges that FTX's settlement team went to great lengths to prioritize Marana's significant withdrawals, resulting in over $327 million in transfers to Marana. Now, the total value of the assets withdrawn by Bybit and its execs from FTX now reportedly reached almost a billion dollars as disclosed here in this official lawsuit. The lawsuit claims Bybit has imposed limitations on the FTX estate, preventing the withdrawal of assets exceeding $125 million on the Bybit exchange. And allegedly, Bybit is using these assets as leverage to seek recovery for a remaining balance of $20 million that it could not withdraw from FTX 
before the collapse. The lawsuit claims in October of 2021, a Bybit exec privately revealed to FTX that the company controlled BitDAO, now known as Mantle, despite presenting BitDAO as a decentralized organization run by community members. Then in May of 2023, Bybit approached the FTX bankruptcy estate about reversing the transaction, even though the value of the Bit tokens, approximately 50 million at the time, far outweighed the value of the FTT tokens, approximately 4 million at that time. And after FTX rejected the illogical proposal, BitDAO swiftly rebranded as Mantle, introducing MNT tokens for BitHodlers to convert at a one-to-one -one ratio. And as FTX began its conversion, BitDAO allegedly disabled it and held the community vote to decide on restricting FTX from converting its tokens. And according to this lawsuit, FTX informed Bybit that the action violated the automatic stay in the Chapter 11 bankruptcy. And despite this, the community vote passed, with votes seemingly linked to Bybit execs. Now, notably, the fifth largest vote came from the wallet DTOH.ETH, identified as Marana Ventures, a Marana subsidiary led by David Toe. Now, the legal action is pursuing compensatory and punitive damages from Bybit regarding the token scheme and the assets held on the platform. So there you have it. Anything <laughs> involving uh, FTX seems to be uh, fraudulent in some way, shape, or form. What are your thoughts on the Bybit exchange? Please do let me know. But anyways, fam, now that we broke that story down, now let's discuss Ethereum versus Bitcoin for this bull cycle. I shared yesterday a very bullish target from Arthur Hayes predicting a $100,000 Ethereum price action, probably the most bullish prediction I've ever shared on Ethereum. But nonetheless, here's uh, what ETH and Bitcoin are likely to do from the macro guru, Rao Pal. Let's break this down. Rao Pal says that the top smart contract platform ETH is set to outperform Bitcoin as the crypto markets enter into a new spring phase. The former exec from Goldman Sachs tells his 1 million followers on X that based on the Tom DeMarc sequential indicator, ETH is setting up to outrun Bitcoin. The Denmark sequential aims to identify points of trend exhaustion or price reversal, quoting him here alongside this chart, that is the weekly DMARC 9 count for the Ethereum Bitcoin cross. ETH most likely outperforms from here as per usual as this stage in late crypto spring. Now, the previous cycles, Ethereum have also uh, outpaced Bitcoin. I think personally, Bitcoin will finally outpace ETH this cycle, but not according to the macro guru. Powell goes on to say the Ethereum-based exchange-traded funds will be the holy grail for the asset managers, at least until some form of competition emerges. Quitting him here, an ETH ETF is the holy grail for asset managers as they can capture the yield and only give price performance to the ETF holders. It is a super profitable business until it gets completed away eventually. However, one prominent crypto analyst has a stance that contradicts Powell's assessment of Ethereum outperforming Bitcoin. Recently, the crypto strategist Benjamin Cohen issued an alert saying that Bitcoin dominance, the BTC.D chart, which tracks the percentage of the total market cap that belongs to Bitcoin, will continue to be bullish, meaning that the alts, including ETH, will lag behind Bitcoin. Quoting the analyst here, my crypto portfolio for the last couple of years has been predominantly just Bitcoin because I suspect that it will outperform most of the rest of the market. Not all of the market, but most of the rest of the market. And that's why the dominance 
has gone higher. So there you have it, fam. What camp are you in? Which do you think is likely to outpace the other? Is it gonna be Bitcoin or Ethereum? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. Well, let's dive into our next story of the day. We have a lot to cover still. I'm gonna be discussing a 400% rally could be on the cusp of where we're at, according to some indicators uh, from the past. So let's break this baby down, shall we? And massive shout out to everyone just joining us in that live chat. Now, a closely followed strategist says the Bitcoin is giving off a bullish reading that had previously preceded a massive surge in price. We're talking about the analyst sheds. He tells his 300,000 followers on X, the Bitcoin's relative strength index, known as the RSI, the indicator on the weekly chart is now an overbought territory. The RSI is the momentum indicator that traders use to spot trend continuation or reversals. Shed says that when Bitcoin flashed the same signal back in October of 2020, Bitcoin skyrocketed, printing gains of more than 5x. How many of you witnessed that in 2020? Let me know. Quitting him here. Observation, Bitcoin weekly RSI entering the power zone. Overbought equals bullish. The last time this happened, the price ran from 12,000 to 64,000. He ain't telling no lies, fam. When Bitcoin moves, it moves fast. Though the price context is different, this is worth observing. Amen. And he outlines that right here on the chart with those red arrows. Now, traditionally, an overbought asset suggests it's trading well above the fair value, and investors tend to think that a correction is in sight. However, Sheds agrees that the opposite applies to the king crypto. Quitting him here, overbought means bullish. The only way to become overbought is to be bullish and tends, uh, the trends tend to continue. Most of Bitcoin's biggest price gains historically have come while overbought for what it's worth. And I think the analyst makes a great point and you can see where we're at and where we're heading very, very clearly. So let me know if you think Bitcoin can do another run up 400%. Let me know in that chat. And looking at the smart contract platform ETH, Shed says that the bulls will likely start to flex their muscles once the second largest crypto by market moves above as a key price. Now, ETH sideliners can use a break and hold $2,150 area as a long thesis. So that's the line in the sand for Ethereum to watch out for as outlined right here in this chart. So there you have it, my crypto fam. Now let's dive into our next story of the day and let's discuss what's the likelihood of the Bitcoin price surpassing that six-figure milestone in 2024, which is right around the corner. Let's break this down before we dive into our featured story of the day. Here we go. In addition to the widespread attention and media coverage, there exist many elements and forces that have the potential to significantly influence the trajectory of the Bitcoin price in the face of the dynamic landscape of crypto. As per the 2023 draws to a close, there exists a climate of conjecture optimism and tangible eagerness. Bitcoin, the pioneering digital entity, finds itself amidst this tumultuous environment, projecting a substantial influence of possibilities and prospects. Let's go. The inquiry arises. Is it plausible that in 2024, the attainment of the high sought after $100,000 Bitcoin price threshold will be realized? Let me know yes or no in that live chat. And let's break this down along with the main catalyst. The primary catalyst now under consideration is the anticipated legalization of the spot ETF, which is a topic of widespread interest, growing speculation that the US SEC may approve a spot Bitcoin ETF potentially even this week. There's a window open until the 17th, just FYI. Now, this is what's fueling the revival of Bitcoin. Analysts at Bloomberg Intelligence have projected a 90% 
possibility of approval for this vehicle, referring to James Safart, as well as Eric Balchunas, the head ETF analyst at Bloomberg, which may allow the significant institutional investors with U.S. headquarters to enter the crypto market on or before January 10th of next year, which is a deadline, I know at least for the ARK, 21 shares. Now, Bitcoin is currently displaying a robust technical outlook with an overwhelmingly bullish sentiment. Trading Views One Day Indicators gives a buy rating for 15 indicators with moving averages signaling a strong buy for 13, while seven indicators remain neutral. So right now you got more buy signals than sell or neutral. This technical strength aligns with the recent surge of the Bitcoin price value, primarily fueled by widespread anticipation surrounding the potential approval of the spot. Bitcoin ETF mixed with the hype of the Bitcoin having Now, another possible factor that could stimulate change is the U.S. Federal Reserve adopting a more cooperative approach. Over the past 18 months, the central bank has used the proactive approach of raising interest rates in order to address the issue of inflation. And there's the possibility that this policy position may be sustained. What do you think, fam? If the Fed chair, Jay Powell, and his staff feel confident in their efforts to effectively control inflation, it's possible they may not only halt the increase of interest rates, but also consider reducing them by 2024. Now, the interconnected nature of financial markets and policy decisions underscores the need for vigilant observation as we navigate the evolving landscape of economic dynamics. Now, the next halving for Bitcoin, an intriguing event that happens around every four years, cutting the pace of inflation in half is the third thing that might change the game drastically. I'm going to rephrase that. It is the third thing that will change the game for Bitcoin drastically. That's a fact. Now, this halving scheduled for April, just five months out, will provide a new supply schedule for Bitcoin and significantly reduce its annual inflation rate in comparison to precious metals such as gold. This is an important factor, not just a quirk. The price of Bitcoin will inevitably rise as long as demand for it keeps growing and there is less supply available. The story of Bitcoin's history confirms this with strong bull markets usually commencing in the months preceding and succeeding a halving. That's right. And typically it's the year preceding the halving. We hit the cycle peak. Now in the midst of the dynamic crypto landscape, the close of 2023 sets the stage for the Bitcoin journey into 2024, which is right around the corner with factors like regulatory decisions on the spot ETFs, the Fed's policy shifts, and the intriguing prospect of the 2024 Bitcoin halving. Now, could the sought-after 100,000 threshold become a reality? What's your thoughts, fam? As the crypto market continues to evolve, opportunities abound for those ready to navigate the winds of change in this digital frontier. So there you have it. Let me know if you feel we're likely to tap that six-figure mark by the year 2024. Holla at your boy. If you're gaining value out of today's show, smash that subscribe button. You'll get a on-screen shout-out as we do during the lives. And with all that being shared, now let's break into our featured story of the day and discuss why right now BlackRock is betting so big on Bitcoin, considering BlackRock is the largest asset manager in the world, currently controlling over $10 trillion in assets under management. Let's break this down, but let's start right here. Within 63 days, the first Bitcoin spot ETF will be launched. That's a fact. 
Here is why, in exactly 63 days, the final deadline for ARK Invest Bitcoin Spot ETF will finally arrive. The reality is the SEC cannot reject the ARK ETF and then approve BlackRock's Spot ETF. Considering that Grayscale had already won a lawsuit against the SEC, it's likely that all the Spot ETFs will be approved before ARK Invest. Therefore, we can anticipate the introduction of the first Bitcoin Spot ETF within the next 63 days. Send it. Check this out next. Bitcoin Spot ETFs application update. Number one, till November 17th, which is still five days away, we're in an eight-day window where SEC can approve them all. And there's currently 12 of them sitting on the desk of the chairman, Gary Gensler. You know what I mean? Now, number two, on the 17th, it's the deadline for the latest two apps, including Hashdex and Franklin Templeton. So mark that on your calendar, the 17th. Now, number three, the 21st of November is the deadline for the 10th ETF application, which is GlobalX. And number four, in case the decision for all three applications of points two and three are delayed and we pass on the 17th, the next important deadline, the most important of all, is on January 10th, 2024. So mark this date on your calendar, fam. The latest deadline for the SEC to decide on the ARC ETF application. And according to Eric Balchunas and James Seyfart of Bloomberg, they're giving it a 90% chance of a massive Bitcoin ETF approval within the 10th of January of 2024. And it shows you all the dates here from all the major asset managers that we're watching out for right now. So keep this in mind, first and foremost. Next up, BlackRock is increasingly confident we will see the SEC approval of Bitcoin spot ETF in January. In fact, BlackRock already started seeding their investment back in October. They're buying mass amounts of Bitcoin. Also, they just recently, this was breaking news I shared a few days back. BlackRock submitted the iShares Ethereum Trust registered in Delaware. So not only are they coming for Bitcoin, they're coming for Ethereum. And this was Max's quote, which I quoted here. And you can see this is the official, you know, filing proof of receipt. Now, an ETH ETF will create an interesting arbitrage between the proof of work and the proof of stake. Properly managed ETH ETF short positions will perpetually generate profits to roll into the Bitcoin ETF. Now, next, demand for Bitcoin can grow by up to 10x within the next 12 months. Now, the GigaChat himself, Michael Saylor, was recently asked on November 10th, two days ago, at the speech he gave at the 2023 Australia Crypto Convention to provide his prediction regarding the trajectory trajectory of Bitcoin and its ecosystem in the forthcoming four to five years. And here's what the Giga Chad had to share. I transcribed his speech. I think that this next 12 months is going to be big. Preach. Because demand on a monthly basis should double or even triple or maybe go up by a factor of 10. 10x, send it. Anywhere from 2 to 10. And the supply available for sale will be cut in half in April due to that Bitcoin halving fam right around the corner. So instead of a billion dollars Bitcoin available for miners each month, it will be a half a billion. Again, it's getting cut in half. It's pretty unprecedented that you go from a supply and demand balance of maybe $15 billion of organic demand and $12 billion of organic supply. What happens when one doubles and the other one gets cut in half? The price is just going to adjust up. 
facts. You're going to have a ferocious competition and will among Wall Streeters to get the most asset share. And you're going to have crypto exchanges competing and you're going to have other tech companies getting involved. That will be one check. So if you think about it like that, you just say, well, now we're going to double. We are going to double again. We are going to double again and we're going to double again. That coin is going to continue to progress to a million dollars per Bitcoin, $2 million per coin, $5 million per coin, and then $10 million per Bitcoin. Send it and let's freaking go. And I'm going to share some more with you. Michael Saylor says BlackRock, Citadel, and Fidelity will send the Bitcoin price north of $1 million, transcribing another interview right here. It looks like a spot ETF will probably get approved. 100%. There is massive political pressure to approve one. The circumstances have changed, and now there is a way for the SEC to approve it without them backtracking on its previous legal and policy guidance. Certainly, there's a lot of Wall Street entities that have a vested interest in seeing this happen. BlackRock, Fidelity, you name it, JP Morgan, all of them. If you're an institution, one way to get Bitcoin exposure is to buy the underlying asset, but there have been challenges with finding the right exchange to buy it on and the custody arrangement. So a similar way to do so is with the spot Bitcoin ETF. There are trillions of dollars. The total addressable market is north of 700 trillion, just FYI fam, and capital that is required to invest in a security that trades in these compliant forums. And that is understating the obvious. There's tens of trillions of dollars so there is a lot of capital that can't buy the Bitcoin or self-custody the Bitcoin. They don't want to do charter. Maybe it's against the tax code. Maybe when they raised $10 billion from public investors, they raised it to invest in securities, but not interested in properties or commodities. So the spot ETF availability is a major milestone for institutional adoption. Preach. The approval of the spot ETF is another major milestone in regulatory clarity, which is tantamount to an endorsement. The engagement of Fidelity, Citadel, BlackRock, Schwab. I mean, Schwab is synonymous, synonymous with Wall Street. A hundred years of Wall Street. That's a century fam. So what you'll have is Wall Street coming together to offer securities and exchange services and indirectly custody services for mainstream investors. And if we look out about 12 months, and if what I was saying, what are the key milestones that drive mainstream adoption for Bitcoin? Well, one of them is clear. It's the spot ETF. The second is the designation that Bitcoin is an asset class, which we already know is a fact. The recognition of it as a legitimate commodity, it's a big deal. When Jerome Powell says it's not going away, when Gary Gensler and the head of the SEC and CFTC both say it's a digital commodity, digital commodity might not sound like much, but when you go down the next round, like, is it a Ponzi scheme? Is it a scam? Is it tulip bulbs? The difference between tulip bulbs and digital commodity is a zero, versus a one. I've said it before, I'll repeat it again. If Bitcoin is not going to zero, it's going to a million dollars per coin. It's either nothing, and if it's nothing, then it's getting scrubbed out and banned, and of course, we now know it's not getting banned. There is no way, fam, that Fidelity, Citadel, BlackRock, Charles Schwab, Deutsche Bank, Credit Agricole, Banco Santander, all decide they're interested in this, and they're not endorsing a tulip bulb, right? Once you go from zero to one, then the question is, well, it's an asset class, and if it's not going away, what's it worth? Well, it's worth 1% of the assets in the world, so 1% drives it up by a factor of 10 to 20. So there you have it, my crypto fam. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Michael Saylor's bullish price prediction that the Bitcoin price is likely to go parabolic this run, and that we can potentially see a 10x on price appreciation, which would take the Bitcoin price to roughly 370 thousand dollars per bitcoin let me know in that live chat and don't forget to check out cryptonewsalerts.net 
for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. HODL.